Hey besties, it's Juju, KP and TT. Tools down, time to chat work, life, well-being and relationships. And you're listening to Let's Take It Offline. Welcome to the Take It Offline podcast. We're excited to be here and ready to share with all our listeners. We're three young professionals in our late 20s and 30s and currently working at some of the largest companies in the world whilst navigating life in all its aspects. On this podcast, we'll be looking to talk all things top of mind for young professionals these days, or yo pros, from career, well-being, finance, dating, ambition, and most importantly, having fun whilst doing all of this. Welcome back to this week's episode of Let's Take It Offline podcast. Uh, This week, we're going to actually talk about intention setting for the new year, given that we're newly into 2023 and why we think New Year's resolutions don't work and the psychology behind it. But first, show us some love by rating, reviewing and subscribing to whichever platform you're listening to from. And yeah, we look forward to reading all your comments. Before we start talking about the topic, let's do a quick check-in. TT, how's your week been? It's been good. I feel quite recharged after like the holiday. Um, and um, I used a bit of time this week to actually revisit all my passwords because recently <laughs> someone told me that I'm an idiot for having the three same passwords for all of my accounts. So that's been one of the things I'm trying to get in order for the first few weeks of the year. Yeah, mm. I think I probably had the same thing. <laughs> I, I probably <laughs> use the same two passwords for every single thing. Mm, we don't want to <laughs> say what they are, but I think you can probably guess. <laughs> Jules, what's been happening? Yeah, look, I've just come back from an awesome holiday. I've actually got uh, another holiday coming up, so I feel like it's never-ending. I'm going to Vegas and LA uh, coming up very soon for work, so I'm very excited. But it is winter over there. It's going to be obviously a different time of year for me. I haven't been to the US during the winter time before. I reckon Vegas would be fine, though, because, yeah, during summer, it's so hot when I went. So, yeah, I think you'll be – actually, you enjoy that a bit more. Yeah, it'll be a little bit more intense, right, because Mm. I think it had – during. I went during the summer as well, and they had the mist going. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. we're so hot. It's in the middle of a desert, so. Yes. LA's different, though. I think LA does get cold. Yeah. Yes, apparently it'll be around 22, 23. When I go, so yeah, I think it'll be nice, nice. weather actually. Yeah, yeah I might mm. just go and check out the Hollywood sign, yeah. I'll send photos, and rub bring, it all in. <laughs> can you bring some souvenirs back? You love souvenirs. Yeah. I have to think I love about souvenirs. I have to think about what I can get over there. That's <laughs> the cheesier, the better. Yeah. <laughs> Did you give me a snow globe. You oh know my what? Goodness. You have to. You have to go to Westwood. I spent six weeks at UCLA, um, and nice. I really enjoy the neighborhood. Like such a cute little like part of town. Yeah. Um, you have to visit. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Well, I well, I don't have too much time. I've only got like two or three days after Vegas, um, just to see another part of the states that I haven't seen. So, uh, it'll be good. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. What about you, KP? So I'm excited for a new year. I actually felt like this. 2022 went by in a blast mm. and it feels re- it felt really different because obviously coming out of COVID where those two years or so were quite I guess slower paced yeah it really does feel like 
the last year has gone by really quickly. Mm. So yeah. really looking forward to um, what this year has in store, which is why we're talking about intention settings this episode. Firstly, I want to set the scene and like whether setting New Year's resolutions is really popular, I think. It's all it's almost like everyone like, that's like the first question everyone asks you at the turn of a new year. Oh, what's your New Year's resolution going to be? But ultimately we find that like, those kind of fall by the wayside, like after two months. Yes, I love how yeah. um, all the gym memberships yeah. go up in terms of activations, yeah. new and activations, then drops off. but mm-hmm. then to- it's totally tapers off throughout yeah. the year. Yeah, exactly. And uh, like, do they? W- do you girls set New Year's resolutions, or and have they worked for you as well? I have, and no, they don't work because mine is usually the same every single <laughs> year. Yeah, and it's get abs. <laughs> or or die trying <laughs> yeah i used to as well and then i just gave up because I, I i just think that you know without concrete plans to get there no matter how many resolutions you have unless you have a pretty good plan to get there it's never going to happen and then yeah. so i never actually sat down and did like planning for the year um but this year i'm really excited to start the process and um, we're going to like intention setting instead of yeah. like setting resolutions, right? Yeah. So yeah, we touched on intention setting a bit, a little bit, but um, the reason is, and I've been reading a lot on this. The reason why uh, New Year's resolutions don't necessarily work, or you you lose the appetite to follow through, is because we we focus too much on the outcome, mm. and we don't necessarily take the steps that are gonna get us there so you can't just sit here and go okay i am going to get fit i'm gonna get abs it's like what steps are you gonna put in place and what is your mindset gonna be when um to get you to that phase and that's all about in your mind and setting an intention yeah yeah and i also think that if you know one of the things that someone told me once is failing to plan is planning to fail and i find that so true but also i guess the thing with intention is that you have a general direction and even though things might not go like 100 percent to plan you can still course correct and then get back on track right whereas like if you have very concrete like resolutions in place and then things just fall by the side way and you you just don't get back to 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 finish the goal for the year yeah well i'm keen to hear what tips and tools that you guys recommend because that's definitely not something i do very often Mm. so open to obviously listening and hearing about what others do to see whether it will work for me yeah Mm. i think firstly let's take a step back and just unpack like the difference between goal setting which is like typically what's defined as like oh my new year's resolution Mm. versus actually what like setting an intention is Mm. so so goals are are static so they are tied to the outcome Mm. whereas like when intentions are like being in the moment so you have an aim and a purpose for you to plan to do and to achieve and it might sound like airy fairy or woo woo is how the term Jules <laughs> likes to say, but it's basically enabling you to set your mind to and your frame your mindset in a way that is gonna dictate the direction you're gonna take. So if you because if you don't set an intention, 
And you, uh, also, you might hear this, like, for example, if you're doing a yoga class, your yoga teacher goes, oh, and set an intention for mm. your practice. Like, I used to not really understand what that means. But basically, it's like, set a way, set, um, put yourself in a, a certain mindset on mm. how you're going to approach it. So if I use the, the yoga class example, it's like, my intention is that I'm going to try and survive this class yeah. or like I'm gonna, or like yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna because that's exactly my mindset when mm. I first started is like my goal is just to like survive yeah. to the end but then that could transform as you start to progress so it could be like okay I'm gonna go easy on myself I'm not gonna get too attached to what yeah. pose what I look like um, or like I'm gonna just try my best this class yeah, yeah. and I guess for the year ahead like it's almost like survive or thrive. Yeah. Like you can, you know, potentially some of us might have had like a really tough year last year and then you want to sit down and think, well, for 2023, I really want to thrive instead of just surviving the yes. year, right? So already the mindset has shifted and mm. you're going to the new year thinking, yeah, I'm going to really make the most out of this year instead of like, I'm just going to have to like do with another year. Yeah. And, and that's so, um, well... I, I love that phrase because that mindset kind of takes you out from letting the day dictate and determine your mood yeah. and what's going to happen. Like I know that going f with the flow is like spontaneous and fun, mm. but also you can't always just go with the flow with no direction. So that's what um, the mindset of like intention setting will do is that it's going to allow you to take a bit more control um, in determining how yeah. your day will like shape up so on tips and tricks on how to actually approach intention setting there's five steps um, and this is something that you can do rather than saying that you have a new user resolution number one is firstly state your intention and that could be vocalizing it or you can write it down i find writing it down really helpful like I'm a list person mm. and I like to have like a little checkbox there like when I'm done I'll tick it off mm. um, I find that visually that's really good because once you actually state it or vocalize it you're really making it real when you articulate it and show it yeah and I, I love the the listing part as well because sometimes just by the fact of you ticking off a box you feel like whoa like I really achieved something there and it just gives you that little push a little nudge and you're like yep I'm ready to like go for the next one it's almost like gamifying the system a little bit for yourself yeah 100 percent. that i think that that makes it a bit more like fun it's like mm. when you when you've leveled up yeah. by like completing <laughs> the task or like complete that's why like the rings on an apple watch are so effective yeah. the fitness goals yeah it's, yeah. Satis it's satisfaction it's an yeah. element mm. of closing something off an achievement and a yeah. sense of achievement yeah. right yeah so like okay i finished that I can cross it off. Mm. Done. Yeah. Move 100%. on. Exactly. Yeah. And so that really, the first step is really to set your intention. The second step is then to be clear. Mm. So we use that example, like I want to get abs, right? So that's a great, that's a great goal that you have, but the steps to get you there, you want to be clear. So yeah. what are you going to do about it? Like, are you going to change your diet? Okay. So if you, uh, going to change your diet be clear about it okay I am going to um, eat more healthy or I will uh, be more mindful of mm. the portion sizes I'm having yeah. or what I'm putting into my stomach so that's 
one way to be quite clear about it. Yeah. yeah. And it's so much better than just saying to yourself as a New Year's resolution, I really want to get hotter this year. Yeah. But <laughs> That's a cop out. What does it mean? Like, do yeah. you want to lose fat? Do you want to feel sexier? Do you want to behave a certain way? Mm. So, you know, breaking it down into what we call SMART goals. Yeah. Um, so SMART stands for specific. Yeah. Stands for measurable, achievable, relevant and what's the last one timely time bound yeah timely i thought there was a an even smarter one what was the of course jules has to come up with something else (laughs) (laughs) well we'll we'll stick with smart for now and then i'll i'll wrap it up later with some smarter goals (laughs) (laughs) yeah so in our example like if you want to get hotter then you know set some set some really concrete so what does getting hotter mean to you Mm, yeah so it's like you know first of all it's about how you feel right like for you to feel positive feel good about yourself then first of all you need to get your sleep in check that's the number one like non-negotiable and like if you're not sleeping enough it will permeate into other areas of your life and you're not getting rid of cortisol every day yeah and then the second thing is like a lot of people think that you have to exercise harder to get in shape but actually 80% 80% of it is made in the kitchen. Like if you mm. want apps, that's in the kitchen, right? What you put in your body is so important. Think about your body as like a temple and, you know, like, yeah, you can have a bit of fun and have a snack and a treat here and there. But again, 80% of the time, you should feed your body with with really good fuel. Yeah. And then the exercise part is more around helping you feel better, not just physically, but every time you achieve a goal in terms of like your running time or like how much you lift in the gym, that helps you boost your confidence as well. Mm. For example, if I go for a surf in the morning, that's also part of my exercise routine. And already, like, I feel like I've conquered something for the day. Yeah. And so going to work, even though, like, a colleague might be nasty or my customer is not picking up, then I don't feel so bad anymore because I'm like, you know what? I've got this day. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, on that point, like, I recently watched Jonah Hill's yeah, documentary with his psychologist, mm-hmm. Stutz. Um, made me, like, made me want to cry. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but one of the things that he talked about that really resonated with me, it, it's pretty much what you've summed up it's his theory around what he calls life force Mm. and that was the three the his the stats life force model is at three levels yeah so the bottom level is is primarily your relationship with your physical body Mm. so the three elements on like sleep eating hydrating i think yeah Yeah, those are things that you can do to actually regulate your body and then the second level is your relationship with others. So you need to get that primary level down pat first. Mm-hmm. And then you can bring yourself to those around you yeah. and surrounding yourself with the right people. But the most important thing is your relationship with yourself, which yeah. is at the top of the pyramid. Yeah. But without the bottom layer around getting your sleep down mm-hmm. pat, what you're eating down pat and yeah. getting hydrated properly, you can't really bring the best version of yourself to the other two it's just your physiology right yes like that's the number one thing and that's things that you can control too right um outside of everything else in the environment exactly your brain is so powerful in terms of the state of mind you put it in in general that's regardless of whether you're doing this exercise around you know setting specific goals and how you're going to achieve them but more so you have constantly every day the freedom of choice Mm. Whether mm. y- if you have a bad day and it puts your mood down, yeah. you chose to be moody, you chose to go down that route when you can go, you know what, 
the other person might be having a bad day. I'm not going to let it affect me. I'm going to move on. Yeah, You exactly. have that freedom of choice. And it's the same thing here, I think. The, the, the same principles apply in terms of what mindset you need to be in to be able to achieve those goals. Exactly. And so, like, it's, it's all about, like, be, being able to control the controllable. And mm. to do that, you should be clear in setting yourself your goal yeah. to get there. So, yeah, if it is about if you want to look hotter, <laughs> like, <laughs> what steps that are actually going to get you there? Yeah. Um, and, and make it seem, if you have a big goal, it will seem very hard to achieve. But if you break it down into yeah. little steps. Work backwards you know, from yeah, it. Yeah. Every day Bite you, size chunks. Yeah. yeah. Every day you can sort of chip away at it, then it will become so much easier. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Number three, this is all about the mindset, mm. is that you need to be grounding it in positive affirmations. Yeah. Rather than framing it as... I won't do something, frame it as I will do something. Or another one is not I should, but I could. I yes. could do something. Yeah. Uh, I'll use this example. It's like instead of saying I won't be late. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> you frame it as I will be on time or yeah. I will be more on time or I will be early. You just shift that mindset and reframe it so mm. that it's more in positive mind that actually has heaps of um power to frame the way you think and it's interesting you say that because you can say i'm going to be more on time even that has a slight negative connotation mm. it's just take the be more and just i am on time yeah mm. you are i am yeah. on time yeah end of story yeah because yeah. then you take and this is something i learned about the brain is your brain is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's the unconscious Powerful mind. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> your unconscious mind is dumb. Mm. And it also doesn't... incredibly self-critical and mean. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but it doesn't take negatives very well. Mm. It just takes – if you say I'm, going, I'm not going to be on time, it ignores it. Mm. If you just take any negativity out, it means that it will sink into your unconscious mind more mm. and then it will become a habit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love that. And for our listeners out there, that's similar to me. He's going through this like phase of learning about manifestation and things <laughs> like that. And I know Drew is going to laugh at me for this, but... I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, part of the manifestation is that putting your intention out there, but you also have to put in the hard work, right? And yeah. the mindset is so important. So back to the example of like, I want to be hotter this year. You know, think about, don't be like, oh, I, I want to be hotter. I need to be hotter. It's more that I am hotter. And, you know, what would a hot person do yeah. in this scenario? Would they reach for, you know, Maccas at 2 a.m. after a big night out? Or would they just like cut the losses there, go home, have some like water and have some hydrolyte? <laughs> <laughs> and well, if you're hungry, well, eat, eat, sleep. Yeah, if, if you have... If you're hungry, then just have like an egg or something <laughs> and then move on. What would a hot person do? Would they procrastinate on working out or they actually set themselves a goal to do something for themselves every day and go to the gym or, you know, yeah. go do we're, something we're, you we're love? We're not recommending that you just have an egg <laughs> or, or, d or drink water when you're hungry. Please eat yeah, um, feed yourself a healthy diet. Appropriately, but, you know, yeah. make better choices along the way. Yeah. That's what I meant. Bad example about the egg excuse me but you know what, and once in a while have some maccas because hot people do have maccas too but most of the time make good choices totally yeah, like exactly i'm sure hot people 
I say hot people like, <laughs> but people that are fit, let's call them people that are yeah. healthy and fit, eat, have days where they indulge. I think yeah. uh, oh, Kendall, yes. Kendall Jenner, um, I was reading her diet. She says that eat whatever I want. Her diet is not about eating healthy. She, mm. It's about eating whatever she wants, but yeah. she portion controls yeah. everything that she eats. Intuitive eating, right? Like mm. yeah. whatever feels good for the body. And mm. yeah, like I think if you get in tune with your body then you start to recognize that if i eat a lot of chocolate it doesn't sit well with me or if i'm eating i guess i feel really bad the next day and so naturally you just get out of that habit of eating those things because yeah it doesn't feel good chocolates some chocolate's actually good for you yeah, like dark, yeah, dark, dark chocolate yeah. it actually feeds certain good bacteria mm. in your microbiome ecosystem mm. so it's not about hey cutting everything out i think yeah yeah that's exactly the importance of this point it's that because I, I think as human beings we actually naturally focus on the negative emotions like you could you could give someone really constructive feedback but the they're gonna end up taking away the the critical components and mm. focusing on that so to reframe it in a positive affirmation mindset you ground it in a lot more positivity so for, if you're going for a new job not don't don't put your mindset is like I won't get it because I don't have these skills. It's like, no, I will get this job because I have these skills that I'm building. And you're, I think your unconscious mind will defend you and try to protect you mm. because of particular experiences that you have. But yeah. it's always good to just be like, you know what? I'm going to get it. I want to go in with confidence. I want to go get whatever goal, whatever I'm yeah. going to do. It's going to happen. And if you live it, I think, Titi, you talk about it living in it in yeah. the moment like mm. you have it already mm. then it's like it's less it, it's not as far it doesn't yeah. feel as far-fetching like yeah. oh wow it's so far away i can't mm. get there and imagine living through life just thinking i'm already there yeah like whatever goal whatever things you want to achieve in life you're there and you just live in that state of abundance and mm. not like lacking and not wanting more yeah mm. and you're like in such a better position already yeah exactly now, step number four is keep it simple and set steps and milestones that will help you get there. Mm. TT talked about the acronym KISS. What does it stand for? Keep it simple, stupid. Yes. <laughs> so keep it simple, stupid. Um, one, like Since we're on the f- topic of fitness, like I'll, t- I'll give you an example of something that I set myself last year mm. is I wanted to run my first half marathon. Mm. So that's the goal. The, the intention is actually behind that was that i'm gonna um get fit enough mm. to be able to run that half marathon fully mm. without stopping no walking i'm gonna make it to the end that's the intention that i set myself rather than being i'm gonna finish a half marathon and the way to keep it simple and have steps is the first week i'm not gonna go from zero to 100 i'm not gonna mm. try and aim for like 22 kilometers straight yeah. away it's i keep it simple like every i'm gonna start out by first week i'm gonna run uh once a week five k's and then gradually increase that like i'm gonna run twice a week and then bump it up to um by two kilometers every time mm. or and then by like halfway through the training period, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to really push myself and do sprint training or hill runs as Mm. well to really build that up. So set yourself those milestones and have like a plan so that you can actually look back and see how far the journey has been, but also it's a way for you to um, synthesize it and and see that the goal is not too hard to achieve. Like you can set yourself some steps to get there. 
Yeah. yeah. That's a really good example for fitness, right? Mm. But for our single ladies out there, oh yeah. Actually, I want to see what you guys think about how to make it simple and break down the steps of getting yourself into a healthy relationship. Oh yeah. Single men and women. Yeah. Oh, okay. that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was reading through um a, a a book recently around like the new age of online dating. A step could be like firstly, the first step is If you're getting on the apps, start with one. And if the limiting thing is that you don't have good photos to put on your profile, like go and get a friend to help you take a series of photos. Go do a professional photo shoot if you even have to. Like go, that's like the first step. Professional like, photo shoot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I've done it for my LinkedIn. It costs like fifty dollars, and yeah. why not? Why not do the same thing for dating? Right? Yeah. <laughs> So like that's actually the first step. Like if it's getting good photos, that's limiting yeah. for you. Yeah. Go get a friend. Go get an accountability buddy, and to do that, mm. like start small. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll even take it one step back and mm. say, if you're trying to work towards having an, a healthy relationship and mm. you haven't met this person yet, mm-hmm. I would even say like set some t- intentions and ask yourself. Well, first of all, why do I want to be in a in oh, a relationship? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And second of all, am I ready? Right? Mm-hmm. Because Liz will say in that song, "Am I ready?" Um, <laughs> but basically, you want to also look at yourself and do a bit of a stock take to see: Are you in a position to be in a healthy relationship? Be mm-hmm. it, because it takes two to tangle, right? Like yeah. if you're not ready, if you still have some like emotional traumas or things that you're trying to work through, then even if most amazing person. You will still not be ready. Yeah. So well, work on yourself first, and then and then when you feel like you're ready, and you feel like, well, I I think I'm ready to meet that person, then start to like either download the apps one at a time to start with, invest in making a really good profile, or if that's not your if it's not your poison of choice, then start to you know, put yourself out there, either asking friends for recommendations or going to hobbies and events where you think you you know you want to meet like-minded people Mm. i can give you i guess a few things to think about from a healthier relationship maybe someone that's already in a relationship Mm. too something that my partner and i do is we compliment each other every day Mm. on all the key things that we like about each other Mm. so we're not focusing on like negative things yeah and then we make sure we take turns organizing dates. One person's not the person that's organizing all the dates. So yeah. it's like we're getting very interesting ideas. One was axe throwing. Yeah. I was like, mm, interesting babes. <laughs> yeah, you know, actually on that, like um, a friend of mine, she um, organized dates according to the alphabet. So oh, you okay. do something that's letter a i.e axe throwing yeah b could be like a beach day yes yeah. and then and that's like something like that that's similarly it's like keeping it simple it's like yes. then it's like a no-brainer yeah. like you have to stick to the alphabet but it's like it's it's kind of a tool mm. or that you mm. have in place to to help yeah. you build a healthier relationship yeah. Yeah. yeah and it does and it does help right because mm. it keeps it positive mm. regardless of where you are on your life journey experience whatever's going on people have things going on behind the scenes all the time but mm. when we we set out these goals in our relationship to, is actually very happy and something to look forward to either the week or the day mm. makes it a really nice relationship yeah right yeah and yeah. and also like 
I think why dates work so well, especially if it's an activity, is couples bond through a chemical called vasopressin. And that's something that you actually get when you share an experience together, especially when you try to problem solve together. So Mm. I guess if you go into axe throwing and then you go against another team, for example, that's a really good way of getting that chemical up right and then you're like oh yeah i'm bonding with this person because we're on the same team and we're trying to solve something and you know go against the the other teams yeah i think i think he's doing it so that i can get my aggression out maybe i'm not (laughs) sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, and and also like it's i think it'd be really good if you do end up setting like those milestones to celebrate when you hit those milestones because Hmm. it's it's to celebrate the progress that you're making and celebration could be the smallest of things it could be like rewarding yourself with like a drink at the end of the day if mm. you're like on a on a diet <laughs> like, <laughs> right or if you're if you're with the dating right you yeah. could you could reward yourself by i don't know taking your self out for a pan possession mm. or like something just as small to celebrate yeah just to just to acknowledge the steps that you've taken yeah yeah and the and the fifth one is actually one of the most important and the hardest to do mm. and that is to call yourself out on your self-limiting beliefs and to detach from the outcome and, and the reason why that that is so important is because if you ground yourself on the result of what you're trying to achieve you don't enjoy the process and the journey and that's actually the the fun part of mm. all of this and you need to acknowledge during that whether you have those self-limited beliefs like oh like i'm not gonna be able to get fit because genetically my body is not designed like that that mindset could really shift to being very much like i'm not getting fit is not my purpose but i know i can get strong Mm. so how do i get stronger and i know i can and that that could be like lifting weights it could be doing pilates but shifting that i can't mentality to i can Mm. is really powerful yeah yeah and i love your point about detaching yourself from the outcome Mm. because a lot of time we might like kick the door or you know like be really angry if we try for something and then it doesn't pan out the way we want it to but maybe is it ended for for the better one closed door is another open opportunity right so maybe you think that i want to lose like five kilogram or whatever that will be the ideal outcome but maybe actually like recomposing um trying to change the composition of your body like uh-huh. so then you have more muscle mass and fat mus- fat cells then also a really good outcome mm. um decreasing so your fat percentage yeah, i think so you know. it's not really the way that you should be <coughs> worrying too much about but it's more so like about percentage of fat in your body and how much muscle mass you have right yeah. and and tt i know you haven't got a scale and i've been harping on about telling you to get a scale my scale is one of those smart scales that tells me the weather but also my bmi which is uh (laughs) i I actually love it because it helps me think about okay i want to get to you know 17 percent fat instead of 23 or whatever it's at at the moment and it helps me kind of measure what i need to eat Mm. how i get there and for me i think it's not always about the ab scenario it's also about 
a healthier lifestyle in general. Yeah. I feel good when I work out every day. Yeah. Releasing the dopamine and the serotonin yeah. as well. Yeah. So, yeah. And then another part of it as well is the, um, the growth that you get out of trying something new. And I know we've been using like fitness goals and things like that as an example, but say if your intention for the year is to generate a new source of income for yourself, right? And then you're like, well, I've never really done anything outside of my corporate job. So where do I start, right? And so you might procrastinate. I know I'm a massive procrastinator because I'm just really scared of like stuffing it up. Yeah, and, and that, that is your self-limiting beliefs exactly, that you're talking right? about. And, yeah. so, and, and your unconscious mind yeah, telling you you can't. and then you're self-sabotaging already. You haven't even yeah. started yet. So I think one thing that I want to work on this year is to really think about to get everything perfect before you get started, but just to get started and yeah. learn along the way. 100%. Just and do. Just do it like just Nike. Just do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because the the reason this is important is because if you're attaching yourself to the outcome, Let's, I'll use a work example here. If your goal is to earn 100K mm. as, your base, as your base salary, let's say, you could, um, if you're attaching to that goal, I will guarantee you that once you've reached that goal or outcome, it's probably not as rewarding as you think it is. Yeah, because you realize uh, you, you actually get taxed more and then you're like, oh, well, <laughs> I actually... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I would say that like I you you I think that the um when you reach that goal, the enjoyment and satisfaction from it can be quite fleeting because your mindset automatically goes then, okay, now my next milestone is gonna earn what two hundred K. Um so the post keeps changing. The, the goal post keeps shifting. Correct, so yeah. that's why you shouldn't necessarily attach yourself to the outcome, but what the process and the journey you went to get there. So mm. in order for you to kind of get that pay rise mm. what did you do you mm. you might have built a new skill set you mm. might have changed your attitude towards work you might have worked harder like that's those are the things you should be grounding mm. yourself on because you are setting a, a final goal outcome your mindset then shifts becomes from i need to earn this amount of money to okay i'm gonna show up and try my best and work harder and that's kind of what you actually yeah. take away and and sometimes the vocalization part is so important yeah. because say if you want to go for a race at work the first thing you should do is to tell your manager hey this year I want a promotion yeah right and then the rest that's you trying to manifest the outcome mm. and then the rest will like you have to come up with a plan and then you work you chip away at it yeah and then you will move yourself towards that direction yeah and mm. yeah it's all about like thinking that you're worthy of whatever you want to achieve as well yeah. yeah the other way to pivot and think about it is the actual detaching yourself from the outcome the outcome is how you measure your success yes. and, and and it's a metric as such yeah. but the important part is that process of getting there. Yeah. But look, even if you, even if the outcome is, let's say, fifty percent of what you wanted, you still got an outcome. Mm. It might not be mm. the most positive outcome, mm. but you're halfway there. Yeah. yeah so exactly. it's like if you shoot for the moon, you might end up in the stars, kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the stars isn't a bad place to not be, not right? At all. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Just, just back yourself. It just back yeah. yourself. Exactly. You know what? I'm so excited now to get started <laughs> and um, yes. set some intentions for the year. So yeah. should we talk about potential ways that you can do it? Yeah. And I will start with my favorite one and it's the simplest, mm. which is writing a list. Mm. I find I'm like a big, I'm a big to-do list 
type of person and I get a lot of satisfaction in actually crossing them off. Every year I actually write down a list of firstly goals that I want to do. So um, a big one for example is I want to take my parents on a trip overseas. That's my mm-hmm. goal. And then then from there I will actually set certain intentions behind it. It's mm-hmm. like firstly like okay I'm going to um, work a bit harder this year to earn more money and to save better uh, and then to set a date to take my parents on this trip and to tell them that this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So uh, I found that by writing it down onto a list, I was actually making it real. Mm-hmm. And every every couple of months, I could go every month or so, I could do a check-in with myself and see how many of those things I might have ticked off on my list. And if they, I haven't, then I can be like, oh, crap, like I can actually do this one. We'll start, I need to start doing this one in order for me to achieve this by the end of the year. So that's my favorite, like a to-do list. Mm. Maybe to build on that as well, one of the things I came across recently and trying to d- do it is called a live book, which is an online sort of program available through Mind Valley. Those of you who don't know what Mind Valley is, is a bit of like a self-development platform. So you can get an app. It's also available on the website as well. But the live book actually touches on 12 different areas of your life, right? Mm. And it's very comprehensive. So outside of things like, you know, like financial, emotional, intelligent, financial, intellectual, emotional, it's also about like what sort of character you want to represent, mm-hmm. um, how you want to be as a parent, um, your relationship socially and also romantic and love. Um, but basically the idea is that you want to get very clear and pretty much design how you want your life to be, mm. right? And there, are, um, for each of the 12 ca- categories, you can sit down and do four things. So first of all, you define your beliefs mm-hmm. and these are the the beliefs that you want to have going forward it's not like your past beliefs it's more like what you want your beliefs about these areas to be and then the purpose which is the why like why do you want each category to look the way that they do and then you have like the vision which is okay if if you're there when you are when you get to your ideal life what would each of those categories look like to you mm-hmm. and then finally it's the tactics and the strategy to get yourself there so then you get super clear in terms of, okay, I want my life to be a certain way in these 12 categories and then I know the why and that will keep you motivated, mm. right? Because if you know your why, then you always go back to that and it keeps you going. Yeah. Um, and then you get really clear on t- in terms of like what sort of actions you need to take. Yeah. So it's, it's expensive. <laughs> I'm doing but it so you don't have to. Yeah. But I think it's worth it um, because at this point in my life, I really want, it's almost like turning to a new chapter and I want to make sure that, you know, like all the habits and things that got me here today would not get me where I want to be next. So yeah, I need exactly. to completely change my paradigm. Yeah, okay, so we're going to run a session and you're going to do a life book session for us and we get it for free, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah. Well, actually, it's really interesting because you, um, the program actually gives you like a full book and then oh. you can go back and redo it whenever you want. Okay. So there's you can do it every value. year. Yeah, you can if you mm. want, right? Um, but I think they recommend to like plan for the next three, five years. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess like d- writing down a list and, and life book is very similar. It's you taking the time out for yourself yeah. to 
write down and that goes to the step one stating mm. your intentions about what you want to do yeah. yeah and can i just say as well like once you get clear on what you want out of your life then it's very easy to set boundaries and yeah. say no to the things that will take your energy and time and not really add value yeah and or get not, you closer to yeah, exactly. your 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 yeah your and not putting you state. on a path to get yeah. to your ideal life yeah right i completely yeah. agree with that one um the if you're not big on the writing and jotting down things the, the third thing you could do is all about visualization mm. and vision boarding i like yeah. this one i like the sound <laughs> of this one <laughs> <laughs> scrapbooking yeah so the visualize power visualization is about like painting and creating what you envision to be like your life in x amount of time and it's hugely popular actually uh, where you pretty i did this virtually on a computer but people use magazines and they will cut out not just images but words yeah that call to them yeah and they create a vision board essentially of what they want to be what they want to do and the embodiment of the words or values that they want to have into the next year i can relate to like the creativity side the mood yeah. boarding yeah the mood and, boarding, and yeah. yeah and once you've created that um you can have that in your study around your mm. house so that you constantly look back at it yeah and you can be reminded to see okay this is what i aspire to be and Am I on the path to do that? To do that? Yeah. So part of the live book program, like they encourage you to actually have photos of what you think your ideal life will look like. Mm. And I, I love that idea and I, I get so excited about it, but I don't have a printer and I don't really buy magazines. So I just go on Pinterest and yes. start like my live board. But you can easily like Google search for like a platform online that you can do it with. And yeah, like it, it's really fun. It's almost like when you look at those images, you get to live in that moment when you're already there. Yeah, mm. and, and the other thing is like I um I did this with a friend, but if you're in a relationship, you could actually do this with a partner. So get your partner to do a vision board for you, and you can mm. do one for them, and then kind of take a look at Cute. what they might see. do yeah. one for like us. Like, what yeah. does our relationship it, look like? Should, should we get yeah. together over wine and then or non-alcoholic? Our friendship. Our friendship. Our friendship. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. We can each like make our own and we can chat about how we keep each other accountable. Yeah. Right? That's an yeah. idea. Yeah. That's cool. Like a, like That's cool. And you know, me with my shopping habits, I'm actually looking for a vision board online right now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Another one that is more uh, methodical i'd say is this notion around habit tracking and habit stacking mm. so picking up um a habit is really hard it takes repetition yeah it takes consistency one way that you can actually do this firstly is this concept of habit stacking mm. where you attach a certain action to something that you're already doing on a regular basis if that is for example working out in the morning for mm. 30 minutes right the first thing you could do think about is what do you, what do you do when you first get out of bed mm. Br brush Brushing your teeth, teeth or yeah. like you don't want to know <laughs> <laughs> not not scrolling through my social media yeah, no. yeah. not in 2023 yeah. we left that behind yeah 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 <laughs> so it could be like it could be firstly uh, let's use brushing your teeth like as soon as you brush your 
teeth then the immediate the immediate next thing you do is maybe get changed and do a 30 minute workout mm. like start to attach new habits that you want to pick up to things you already do habitually yeah and then once you get that going you can then stack another habit onto it like for example uh you could be getting out of bed and brushing your teeth that's number one and then if you're if you're looking to do a 30 minute exercise off the back of that and then you come back and you want you make breakfast not eating breakfast is i think like a lot of people do that yeah but if you want to start to actually eat breakfast too then you attach that onto the Mm. workout so yeah then you start to stack those habits I think most of what you just mentioned there is part of um, James Clear's book to call Atomic Habits. At- Atomic yep. Habits. Yep. And definitely highly recommend to read that. I think there's a bunch in there that's really helpful. For example, like make it super easy to get to a habit. So mm. if you want to go to the gym first thing in the morning, make sure you pack like all your gym gear in the morning, uh, the night before or ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the morning, like you just brush your teeth and go straight away. So then you don't have an excuse of like, oh, like I, mean, I forgot my shoes and you know, just fluff around for like half an hour. Yeah. Um, so definitely read that book. And yeah, there's so many like good tips in there that you can implement as well. I used to be a evening gym person. Yeah. And I used to say to myself, I'm not a morning person. Mm. I'm not a morning person. I'm not a morning person. Yeah. See, but that now... Is, that is the mindset. Yeah. But now I flipped it and I went, you know what? I'm going to get up early today. I'll just try it once. Mm. And I actually got addicted to the fact that yeah. I get it out of the way. Yeah. I'm like, brilliant. Now I have evenings to do whatever I like. When I finish work, I don't have to think about working out. Yeah. I've already done it. 100%. Yeah. And now I actually really enjoy getting up at, you know, mm. six o'clock in the morning mm. to go to a class or yeah, it, it really sets, it really sets the tone I, for my day. Yeah. I remember yeah. back when we first started going boxing to, together in the morning, <laughs> every morning was a struggle. With we She's were like, dying. I was like, uh, uh, I'm, I'm still finding parking. Oh, uh, I'm ha- I haven't left the house yet. <laughs> yeah. I was like literally five minutes before class and she's like oh, I'm, I'm dead I don't have a parking spot <laughs> yeah but now, but now she's, she's a changed person yeah, yeah right? now and I actually can say I can I'm a completely morning person yeah. now yeah and it all started with one time that you wanted to give yeah. it a try and how long did it take you before it became a habit I would say a month yeah mm. so a month. I think 21 days is yeah. the scientific amount of time yeah. but yeah you know where, I think it's also personal where now I don't think about it now it's just like you got to get up yeah you got to get up you got to go to this class and if you don't do it you have to try and fit something in in the evening and it's like oh what a hassle i have to do something after Mm, work now i could be making dinner early and going to bed early i know i'm such a grandma but (laughs) now i you know i gotta go work out it's like oh why didn't i get it over and done with yeah Mm. yeah yeah i also want to touch on like keep keeping track as well of how you're progressing I personally liked, I I started journaling. I really liked that because I like to be able to go back and read previous entries to see how far I've got Mm. or like the shift in my um, behavior or mindset. So journaling is a really good tool. Um, I think you should regularly check um, with yourself, like check in with yourself. Like, and it can be like a bit of a ritual. So I just saw this beautiful um, journal from Axel and, Ak- and, and Ash. Um, it's called Pause. So it's like 20 minutes of check-in every week to kind of see like what you did in the week and how you feel and maybe burn a little candle, you know, have a tea and just like make it a very safe and comfortable space for yourself. Um, and also have accountability partner as well, mm-hmm. right? 
accountability partners are awesome yeah. especially for fitness i think yeah. us three have been pretty good like sporadically i think it's changed yeah. between you guys depending on you know like if if you're surfing i'm like okay who am i gonna go to class with yeah. i'm like kp are you free let's yeah. go do this so i actually quite like because if i if i don't have an accountability partner it's really sometimes easy to fall off the rails yeah but i think i've been pretty good i, I tend think to you are. i tend to go to stuff on my own even if i don't have i i think accountability yeah. buddy is so good when you're first getting started yes. it's, it's it's someone there to hold you accountable firstly but to help mm. you build confidence make it yeah. fun and make yeah. it fun yeah, yeah it's the worst when you're trying to do something on your own to start with and you don't have to yeah, yeah. like i'll take like running a half marathon as another as the example mm. so i didn't do it alone i mm-hmm. actually firstly had an accountability buddy with someone who was actually a really seasoned runner mm. right. and they would run with me at my pace and actually teach me how to pace myself mm. firstly and how to approach running like that mindset of uh, going the distance mm-hmm. and now I've actually found different like running groups around yeah. Sydney where lit- every single week if I rock up there'll be someone there yeah. to run and running with someone is so much easier just like going to a gym or doing a podcast together right you by having an accountability buddy or someone you're doing with it's like you have a partner there trying to achieve the same goal as you there's an element of fun that plays a part because i look forward to the fact that after class we might grab like a little coffee and have a little chat about Mm -hmm. life or what what we're doing for the week so it's like a nice socialization afterwards that i kind of look forward to as (laughs) well so it's not just the fitness yeah yeah Yeah, it's like okay i'm gonna work out but i deserve to have a coffee right after Yeah, so there you have it. I think we touch on so many different points there. Yeah. Um, and I guess it's just that excitement of starting a new year. Like, I know it's silly because, you know, really, if you think about it, nothing's changed. You're still the same person from the f- yeah. 31st of December to the 1st of January. But at the same time, you know, like, you can also be a new person because your mindset is changing and you're getting clear on what you want to achieve for the year. I mean, I hear so many stories about people setting, like, vision board for themselves and then at the end of the year or like five years later they find that one vision board where they have a photo of a house they really want it and they actually live in a a house like i know it all sounds woo woo according to jules (laughs) but you know if you don't try you don't know and i think it's just that fun excitement having a bit of um, planning in your life yeah and knowing where you want to go and then just finding the right people and the right behavior and you know just kind of set yourself on that path yeah i also think that once you do that you'll be you'll surprise yourself Mm. with how much quicker and faster you achieve those outcomes that you set for yourself if you follow a a clear direction of how you're going to get there yeah Mm -hmm. so so just to recap we want you to take away is don't just focus on setting a new year's resolution actually be intentional and set intention on how you're going to do it so firstly you have to state them and and vocalize what they're going to be secondly be clear with what you're going to do and why and why thirdly is grounded in positivity take a i will mindset instead of i won't mindset fourthly kiss keep it simple stupid (laughs) (laughs) the the last one is to have a growth mindset and stop and call yourself out when you have self-limiting beliefs 
earlier on in the episode, I mentioned we talked about the SMART framework, right? But I wanted to leave everyone with the SMARTER framework. And the E is evaluate. Go back, evaluate all of your intentions. And then the R is readjust. Mm. Readjust any habits that you might have not changed. Keep yourself accountable. And did you set yourself goals that you couldn't achieve? readjust them it's okay yeah. to that's what i'll leave you with in terms of how i look at things as well is constantly i'm readjusting making sure that i'm making those changes if it doesn't work for you and we all change as people and our goals kind of change as we move along and get older as well but i wanted to check in with you guys what are we going to leave behind for 2022 and what are we actually going to bring into the new year with us leaving behind that is a really interesting one. I think for me, if we think about like the five steps, I think I want to leave behind number five, which is those self-limiting beliefs. Mm. Having a more mindfulness and, uh, and calling myself out on those self-limiting beliefs will be the thing I want to leave behind. Mm. And it well, goes bringing in, forward. And, that's, and that goes into bringing forward, like be more open and saying yes to things and back myself more. Mm. Like, that's what I want to do. Dang, awesome. They're good. Yeah. I We're good. I'm similar. TT? Um, so How similar? <laughs> so something I want to leave behind is um, the attachment to outcomes and expectations, both from myself, of myself, and from other people, and also being late to things. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we'll keep you accountable. <laughs> yeah. And then something that I want to bring into the new year is healing Mm. yeah just that sort of like healing vibe of like let the past go and going into a more healthy mindset and life how about you jules i think i'm on a similar vein to you ladies i want to leave behind negative energy in general Mm. any negative energy and what does that mean That could mean uh, someone cut me off while I'm driving. (laughs) I am going to remain very poised and leave any... Let it go. uh, Cursing. I'm just going to let it go. Nothing happened. I'm just going to drive very calmly. But also other things like any past experiences that have held me back from things. I think that's really important that we don't hold ourselves back with bad experiences i'm gonna leave all of that negativity behind in 2022 and 2023 i'm gonna bring this new me i'm confident i'm happy and i'm just positive Mm, positive mindset keep it simple love it like you said I feel I feel like this is the part where we each like burn a piece of paper, like in that episode of Friends where Rachel, Phoebe, and Monica got together and they burned something from ex boyfriends. Dead to and, me. And then and then the firefighters came and um yeah they had like they wanted to like date them but they turned out they're all married and cheating. I but don't anyway. want to burn your house down today, so, anyway, so. <laughs> you know figuratively in my head I'm burning all the past like 2022 woes and yes. ring in 2023 with a very positive mindset and with all of our new friends that are listening to the podcast yeah i think i think that's the same for yeah very similar for all of us so that's great that we're all on the same page yeah yeah exactly can i just say that super grateful to be able to do this together 
and hopefully it will help some of you out there to inspire you for the year and we're grateful for you listening if you are we love you and we're sending you a lot of good vibes yeah and you can do it as long as you put your mind to it mm. don't let us flop <laughs> <laughs> and set your intentions to it yeah we hope you have enjoyed this episode and maybe think about how you start this new year fresh not necessarily setting you set yourself a big lofty goal or resolution just take those small steps there and be intentional with what you do if you've liked this episode make sure you leave a comment a review rate and subscribe to our platform we love hearing from our listeners on what you thought of the episode and keep listening we'll see you back next episode you've been listening to let's Let's take Take it It offline